The live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Caligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Caligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today. Also thanking those listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn about the world's greatest Invention. So stay tuned for some interesting information. It is Saturday, February the 7th, and we are broadcasting a radio show today live from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a Town Square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Good morning, Miss Angela. Good morning. And Gorgeous day so far. It's supposed to warm up nicely. It is going to warm up nicely. Centaur day. That's right. Beginning at what time? Four thirty or uh, five? I think it starts at four. I think four o'clock. Yeah, beginning from downtown. From downtown, and it will end up at the um, the Kings Highway, whatever that's called, the Duck Pond. The area. Duck Pond, right? Yeah. The duck Pond area, and I'm sure you and Emma and many other hundreds and thousands of people will be on the parade route. Uh, we're going to try to be there. <laughs> we're going to try. Uh-oh. Miss Emma we're Bennett. definitely making plans to go to the crew of Barkas in the Out Parade tomorrow, but I don't know about today. Oh, it should be a great parade. I'm going to extend my wishes to the royalty and all the people of the crew of Centauri. You knew no, I was a Duke of Centauri many years ago. No about kidding. That, about Cougar. That was in, in the year... We have, we have a duchess in this building, you know. A duchess yeah. in the building. Yeah. I, was a, I was a duke in 2000. So, uh, again, I extend my, my uh, good for good ride and a happy uh, happy Mardi Gras season for all the crews and, and throughout the Architects area. I want to apologize to all of my radio listeners out there. This is the first time Gary has been a little... Having a laryngitis, I think, in 14 years oh, no. on, on the radio show, and I've been a little ill, and hopefully I can sustain today. Uh, but I'm here, and I sound differently, and Angela's going to keep changing my voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to push. Let me try this button over here. And, and try that button <laughs> to make me sound better, but I am have a little crackly, crackly sound. I even hear it myself. Um, I'm just trying to breathe and keep going. <laughs> right. And. Uh, we want to remind our listeners uh, to pick up the February issue of the Best of Times at one of our 528 distribution locations. If you can't find a copy, again, you can always go online at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of our magazine. If you haven't heard about the term the bucket list, it is a list of all of the goals you want to achieve, dreams you want to fulfill, or life experiences you would like to try before you die. For some people, the ideas are like climbing Mount Everest. Others are like traveling to remote areas. We want the best of times is interested in wanting to know about your top five bucket list items, whether they are grand or simple, and we want you to send them to us by March the 15th for possible inclusions in a future article in our magazine, The Best of Times. 
Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for listening announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information. But now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by A-Bears, Tunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my radio show today as a very special guest is Mr. Cy Rosen, a syndicated columnist for many senior publications throughout the United States, but also an infamous television script. Writer. He recently authored a thought-provoking article that I found quite humorous and quite entertaining called The 15 Best Inventions of My Lifetime. Thank you, Cy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. My pleasure. Thank you, Gary. Cy, tell our listeners a little bit about your background, which I found fascinating. Okay. I uh, started off on the old Bob Newhart show where he was a psychologist. And you were quite young when you started off with him, right? I was about 26 years old. It was a long time ago. And I snuck onto the lot and I brought a spec script that I had written. What is a spec script? That means it's... A speculation script. And uh, I, I wrote a, a Newhart script on my own and uh, dropped it off, pretended I was a delivery man. And, wow. Uh, luckily, they, uh, they read it and uh, they hired me, which was great. And I became their story editor. Wow. Is that a remarkable fate? It was terrific, uh, uh, and it was uh, it was uh, it's been a really good run. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And then you moved. You did did other script writing, right? Oh, sure. I, I wrote for uh, Taxi and Mash and Maud and uh, the one I produced the Wonder Years and uh, uh, Frasier and uh, uh, Northern Exposure, uh, uh, Rhoda, the Jeffersons. And a bunch of other shows that I don't think I'll mention right now. <laughs> well, that is fascinating. Wow, what a what a, a life-changing opportunity that you have to put those words on paper and and then provide it to the actors and actresses to portray on television and and, in, and, and probably theater as well, right? Right. Yes, I've had a few plays produced also, so that's that's been very good. In plays. They they really revere the writer. They don't change. Even if I want to change a word, the actors are locked in, and uh, they just want to keep it the way it is. And uh, in TV, the, it changed a little bit, you know, along during the week. But in, in the theater, the actors really want to keep exactly the uh, the words that you wrote on the script in in, in a play. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I thought that was that's fascinating. I don't know if you you're aware that. Shreveport, Louisiana, the Bossier City area is called Hollywood South. They're a little bit of competitor of, of Los Angeles and in the Hollywood area there. And we've had a lot of movies being uh, filmed here, like 72 of them. And I had a, a kind experience to being part of the, the set as extra on like 12 movies. And, and the it's amazing how detailed they go through all these movies, but also in rewriting their script. 
And right, that, absolutely. I, I, I was, didn't realize that about Shreveport. They yes. so many films there. Yes, and... And, of course, I learned that when the director and yells and says, change the script, they do it pretty quickly now, now with all of their gadgets. And uh, and I'm, I'm sure they go off offline and off ad-libbing, but occasionally, you know, I saw Josh Bolin do that occasionally when his, his lines, and they commented that we have to retake that because you didn't follow the script. Oh, well. Right. right. Oh, well. But let, let's quickly talk about, I thought your article was... was fantastically uh, humorous but enlightening and and I'm telling you to truth you came up with 15 best inventions so how did you come up with this well a, a couple of the inventions of course are good for mankind like the artificial heart but most of them it was, it's a kind of a selfish list that had to do with my own life and uh, how it made my life these inventions made my life easier but and, uh, side, this relates. This, re- this, this relates to a lot of people our age. You're, you're about 66. I'm 65, and I know right. a lot of my listeners out there are going to love this because uh, it, 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 this article did not um, was not featured in our magazine, The Best of Times. Sorry about that, but I have seen it in several senior publications throughout the United States, and that's why I contacted Sai. And I, I know my my listeners are going to love this because a lot of them going to relate to these these 15 because is it a affected you it affected them right right Let, let's let's talk about them i think i think they're 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 on the mark but totally funny i mean number 15 on your list is what the, the remote control that is a remarkable invention that's i agree completely <laughs> i mean hey without that we had to get up and change it or get our kids to get up and change that television set. Now well, my exercise is looking for the remote control. That's true. Or having so many remotes, as my son, uh, the techie person, says, Dad, you can consolidate all these 19 remotes into one. But, hey, that's that's beyond our comprehension now. Absolutely. <laughs> but you mentioned in this uh, about the remote control. In 1956, and I was six years old, and I can rem- relate that that zenith, remote control television set was black and white by the way I think yeah. it was yeah it was black and white had the, the first remote control and I don't know if my listeners out there remembered it was a belly it was it was not electronic it, it used tones or you push something right. and made a little tone that connected and the, and the TV heard the tone and changed the channel and changed the volume right Yes, and I believe it was called the Lazy Bones. Yes, it which was. Is what my wife now calls me. Uh oh, no, you're yeah. not. You're not lazy. You're no. not lazy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, number fourteen. The microwave oven. Wow. Yes, that and changed. Also, the... it makes my life a lot easier. How How does that do? Before microwave, what What, what did we do? If we wanted I to know. cook, a, if we wanted to cook a baked potato, it take it took us a long time, didn't it? Absolutely. It, you know, it takes an hour. Now we do it in eight minutes. Wow. By the way, I don't know why restaurants charge extra. Just, I'm sorry to take a sidetrack. No, I love why it. Why restaurants charge extra for a baked potato? It, it seems like it's easier to do a baked potato. But that's, I'm sorry, that's just a pet gripe of mine. Well, no, that is true. I mean, they charge a lot extra for it. And for a baked potato. And it, it seems like it's easier to do a baked potato than french fries or something. But such is life. Well, that needs to be on the... Uh, 
they need to give senior citizens a discount for baked potatoes, right? That, I wish that it, uh, senior discounts are the best thing in the world. Hey, we promote them on our magazine and in our on our radio show here. We tell everybody, take them. Okay, number yep. number 13. I thought this was a good one. Yeah, the iPod. Yes. Which is which is great. You can download. I download the Beatles and Frank Sinatra, but uh, while well, I'm eating a baked potato. But uh, the thing is that uh, I don't know how to download an iPod, so I have to call my daughter about that. All of us, all of us, seniors and elderly, occasionally have to call in people for consultants to do that. I barely know how to use Facebook, and uh, Angela here is the expert on everything about social media. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh yes, you are. You're a young thing. I have to ask all these people, and and when, and, and Cy, when somebody told me set up a Twitter account, I says what? Yeah, what is I that? Can't do that? I can't do it. And so I, I have, have eighty. I have eighty-three friends on Facebook, and I think I'm doing good. You are. And good. Uh, you know, people have five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so number number twelve. You touched on this was one of the, the greatest inventions, heart, which of course is. You know, it, it doesn't affect me personally, but it's such a great. You know, it's it's, it's fantastic. You know, and it's given people extra extra years, and uh, so it had to be included. And you know, and it, it it has touched a lot of people's lives. It's, it, there's so many medical inventions, but that was one beyond beyond belief when it was when it was developed. And I would definitely put that higher high on the list. Number number eleven is is a, a very interesting one that all of us, at least us your age and my age, utilized a lot. It was the answering machine true? Absolutely, and. Uh... I think it's not. Uh, a lot of people don't have it these days because technology has taken taken another step. But for me, the answering machine is great. And uh, I, when I come home and if there's a message, it's like a little gift that's given to me. You know. And 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 we always had a challenge of what kind of message do we put on there when we're receiving the message, right? The greeting. I, I, absolutely. And you know what? I can't do it. I just use the standard. <laughs> What? I, 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 a script I remember trying to put it in, put it in, not getting it in in time. And uh, there's, there's one that you just automatically, it's not even, it's not my voice. Now, wait a second, Cy. You're a script writer. You didn't write a fantastic script when somebody calls into your answering machine? No. I I'm disappointed. <laughs> Sorry. I have a script that's on ours. And, uh, and, uh, you know, hey, I even wrote it down in case I lose it and it gets raised by sometimes, so I have to do it again. So, uh, what, what is it? I don't remember right now. It's okay. been so long that I've, well, I'll, have to call, I'll have to call you. Don't right call now. me. Don't call me. Don't call me. So, yes, the answer machine was very popular in the 60s and 70s. And I'm telling you right now, even those of, those of the younger people that even have a phone at home, um, you know. That's the, what's gone out of style, the landline. The landline. Yeah. But I still have the landline. I love the landline because I don't lose it. You know, it's it's hooked to the wall. That's and, right. Uh, and uh, so I still have my landline. And I I still think a lot more people are getting landlines again. They yeah, were. I hope so. I hope it comes back. That's one of those that I hate to see go out of style. One of those inventions. So number ten on your list. I love it. You said you lumped together a lot of particular items on this one, which is true. I lumped together the DVD, the VHS, the VCR, the DVR, the Blu-ray. Uh, they allow you to watch any TV show you want at any time. That's right. I don't know how to work any of these, but I 
I think they're great. And uh, but my VCR remember kept blinking twelve, twelve o'clock, and I couldn't <laughs> get it to stop. Ninety percent of us seniors keep it at that. When it resets, so the power goes out, it does that. It keeps beeping, and then we have to reset that little that little guy. Right, but you true. you failed to mention one other. I mean, there's been so much other technology that all of us, well, not all of us, some of us would rush and go get. I remember getting betas before oh, sure, before VHSs, yeah. and and then all of a sudden that became out of style, and whoever bought out VHS determined that beta was not the acceptable thing. So uh, we had to change formats. And I remember before Blu-ray, where there was something else that my, my kids went and got me for, for Christmas, and, of course, that got outdated. I think it was called HD uh, Video, something like that. That, a, that rings a slight bell. <laughs> but all that's so, so high-tech. But, uh, you know, that is remarkable inventions that technology keeps changing and changing and changing. I mean, uh, who, who would think that uh, coming from a... Uh, a little small tape. Now we're into high high resolution DVDs and super right. duper super and, high hard And drive. by the way, I don't want to be a stereotype. I mean, I'm not great at computers or anything like that uh, or technology. But there's a lot of seniors who are, and uh, I shouldn't be the uh, I shouldn't be the one to be used as a model because I, I've always been bad at that stuff. Uh, well, as long as you can do the basic things of typing into it, you know, responding. Yeah, I, I exactly. tell seniors, you don't have to be proficient, and a lot of them are so easy. Now you just push the button, it turns on, and does everything you want it, want it to do. You don't have to know what's happening behind the behind the sidelines there. Right, exactly. Number nine is a, is a great one. And, I'm, I'm, I, and luckily, this invention is still around and improving. And what yeah. is, It's the Ziploc bag. Wow. Which, which when, when was that? I wonder when that was invented. You know what? I don't know, but I, I I think it was in my lifetime because I don't remember it. I don't remember it uh, thirty years ago. You know, so yeah, because it had to have been because before then we just wrapped things up and I don't even think they had cellophane. It like it was like wax paper you'd wrap things up in. Right, exactly. And 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 then there was the bags that didn't that didn't you you, you the plastic bags that you can put it in, but it didn't ziplock. No. All so right. uh, you did those ties around it. Um, but that is a remarkable invention, and of course, it's still around. And even the young people use zip bags for lots of things. Absolutely. The only thing is, sometimes I have trouble opening them. It gets a little difficult, so I use an old invention, the scissors, to get them open. You have a pair of scissors. I have a pair of scissors. I have several pairs. Of scissors. It's important. That's a that's a a common staple that everybody should have. Is scissors everywhere? I, I have like four of them on my desk, and uh, a lot of people don't don't think that's an important item. I use it all the time. I, I agree. Okay, number eight on your list of top fifteen inventions was the, is the credit card, and I don't know if it should be revered or or hated, but uh, but it's certainly a. Uh, it's certainly an, uh, an important invention, and it was conceived earlier uh, than my. Uh, but in 1950, the Diners Club issued the first. It may have been conceived earlier, but in 1950s, the Diners Club issued the first credit card in the United States. And I recall when I was real young that my parents and my aunts and uncles all thought 
that that's going to change the world. And you know, why do we need to get one of those diner club cards? And I was like 10 years old, I think, when they they ended up getting one of the family got one, and it was like, what do we do with this? And right, exactly. There were very few merchants who would accept it, so it was like you know, it took a while to catch on. Right, and you, you and people didn't think it was going to catch on, and it did catch on. Absolutely. And and then people in the 50s and 60s used cash or check, right? They, yeah. And uh, I now it's all credit card. It's all, I mean, you know, to get out of a parking lot now, I have to put in my credit card, which is, uh, I don't know if I didn't have the credit card, how I would get out. True. Good point. They, they don't want to take money anymore. They don't want to take no, that greenback. No. They want it credit quickly. Absolutely. It pulls away from your credit account and goes directly to them, and they got their ka money real quick, right? Yep, absolutely. Number seven touches a bell. Number seven really touches a bell. Go ahead. Tell them what number Pong. seven is. Pong was the popular home video game invented in 1972. And I remember playing that and being entranced by it. It was such a soothing, you know, game. I could play it. I knew how to do it. And uh, it was a video game, uh, which was which was one of the first video games ever uh, invented. And the Caligas family had one of those my wife and i were just married a, a few years later and it you know they didn't change that pong game for several years it was invented 72 and i remember getting that in night we were married in 74 and it was the first one of the first presents we got each other it was a black and white pong and we had everybody come over to play it and it played pong it was like a tennis game right exactly and it did not keep score that's the that? part. <laughs> it didn't keep score, Cy. It was an Odyssey Pong game, and it was very expensive. It was several hundreds of dollars. Uh-huh. And, but it was the revolutionary item that started home video games. Just think where they've come since then, right? Oh, my God. Now, they, they get from that soothing game, it's now games like Killzone, The Walking Dead, uh, watchdogs, fear. So we've come a long way. We have, and I, I tell my kids, and let me tell my grandkids. And it was black and white, and didn't keep score. And it wasn't, it wasn't that interactive. I mean, you had to reset it to play the next person and write down the scores. And but we played you know, on because that. Because it wasn't that interactive, it forced you to be interactive with the person you were playing with. That is, that is true. That is true. But I, my, my saddest day was when we had to give it away to the to the goodwill people. I, I wanted to keep it. And my wife well, said, no. I'm wondering if it's worth anything. Yeah, you know, I, I keep watching all these shows on TV. I love these reality shows like Storage Wars. I don't know if you... Yes, you, yes. And I'm wondering if it's worth it. Well, what you gave away may be worth a fortune right now. It is worth a fortune. I just know it, I just know it is. But that, <laughs> that was one of the things that I... Many of the things that I've given away that are worth a fortune. Somebody has it, though. I know. We're going to be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Deal. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show today is a special guest, is Mr. Cy Rosen, a syndicated columnist of many senior publications across 
the United States as well as a television script writer. Thank you again, Cy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Having a good time. We are definitely having a good time. We are discussing his list of the 15 best inventions of his lifetime. And I, and, and as I was relating to Cy, it's my, of my lifetime and many other seniors out there that are about that about our age. And uh, we were talking about, we've, we started with number 50, we're going to go to number one, but number 15 was the remote control, number 14 was the microwave oven, number 13 was the iPod, number 12 was the artificial heart, number 11 was the fantastic answering machine, and number 10 was the DVR, DVD, VHS, etc. Number nine was Ziploc bags. Number eight was the credit card, which has changed the world. And number seven was the first home popular video game, which very few people remember, except for Cy and Gary, was Pong. And it was made by Odyssey, by the way. Um, that company went away by the wayside. And... Um, and, num- and now we're up to number six, I The ATM. That's right. In the late 1960s, the first ATM in the, US, in the U.S. was installed outside of a bank. And that's automated teller machine. Yes. So there's a little... I, uh, I had uh, my aunt... Of, uh, I had an aunt that was um, uh, of ethnicity, Greek. And the first time we went to the bank and took her there... Uh, from the old country, she says, is there a person inside of that box? <laughs> I completely. It was handing out money. It was yeah. handing out money. She thought there was somebody in there. Do you remember there was a famous uh, candy camera bit where they had a voice inside a mailbox? Yes. And and the people started talking to it and thought there was a person inside it. So wow. I understand exactly what your aunt was thinking. We need to do that for the ATM machine. That'd be a good one. That'd be yes, good. that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be good. But no, that has been you know it's that evil device as you called it, right? Absolutely, and you know I, I hate to admit it, but I still go inside the bank a lot. I do. I don't use the ATM. I don't even yeah. know what my number is. Somebody asked yeah, me. I, you know, like I didn't want to admit it, but that's exactly how I am. I'm one of the people who go inside the bank, like to do business, like to talk to the teller. I try not to talk to the teller too long, and uh, but I, I feel more comfortable that way. Well, I, I feel it's job security for them if I keep going inside. That's why we're doing it. We're good people. And, and we're good people. And likewise, when I go to my friends, I hate to use the word Walmart, but at Walmart, and they have all this scanning stuff with nobody there, and you bring your items, I don't use those either. I... Exactly the same with me, Gary. And I go I, I, at our supermarket. I don't use the I don't use the scanners. I, I go straight through the cashier. And then I get intimidated by this young person at Walmart that comes up to me and says, "Sir, you only have two items." I said, "What does I that know. mean? Come, what, come to me. Come what, over there." What is that? I said, "What does that have to do with anything, sir?" <laughs> and he looks at me and says, "You're just waiting in line for nothing." I said, "Really?" For nothing. I have two items. It's nothing. And so I just keep waiting in line. I know what he wants. He wants to pull me over there to use the automated super-duper machine. Absolutely. They want to get us all to use the automated so they can do away with all the cashiers. And, so and we are saving people's uh, jobs. That's right. So you and I are on a great campaign here. I like that. We need to come up with a new campaign. Absolutely. Okay, number five. Uh, the digital camera. Is that a sad... In a way, it's a sad invention. You know, well, you know why? Go ahead. Because a lot of us, like me, had a dark room that we would take 
Kodak pictures on film and develop the film and make the prints. No longer do they. My cousin had that too and loved to do it. Spent hours and hours in the dark room. It, 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 you must have had a lot of fun. Do you still do it or, or do you. Heaven forbid, you can't buy film anywhere. It's hard to buy film, plus, my cameras don't work. No, I've yeah. got digital cameras. Of course, my son, after one of my. My kids got me a new, highly sophisticated, too sophisticated new digital camera. Of course, they just as you mentioned, you know, the technology of that has changed remarkably. Absolutely. Uh, and now it's changing the world. I mean, now they have you use Photoshop and all these super duper programs that do like you do in the darkroom. I mean, it's remarkable. Yeah, but we do. I, I don't use those, but I, I they are remarkable. I, my son-in-law helps me with that stuff. Yeah. But yes, it's one of the remarkable inventions. I would never thought when it came out many years ago that it would take over uh, film, but it has. It yeah. has. Number four, uh, the hybrid car. Now this was. Invented before my lifetime, I, I, I'm happy to admit, but it's just recently been improved. Yes, it and has. These, these cars are, are fantastic. I mean, I don't have one, but my wife does, and uh, you know, you can go, you can get 50, 60 miles to a gallon. But they're um, but they're dangerous for pedestrians. I can't speak because of my coal here. Uh, they they're so quiet, and they come up to you, you don't know they're behind you when you're when well, you're jaywalking. But I understand. That's what's good about my car. It announces itself. That's right. Those those hybrid cars are almost get wiped out. I think I almost got wiped out by one of my neighbors who has one that when I walk the dog, I don't know if he's behind me in his hybrid car. Oh, right, well. right. So I, got, I have a, I have an old car, 11, uh, twelve years old. I, I and it's, it's great. And but I'm going to have to get a new one pretty soon. It's starting to leak oil and stuff. So I don't think I'm going to get a hybrid. I, I think I'm just going to. Go for one that uh, still gets me about 25, 30 miles to a gallon. I don't drive that much, and uh, it'll be fine. But you're in wonderful California. You need to get a convertible. Oh, my God. I uh, Not for me. <laughs> oh, I love convertibles, especially driving those in, in, in the... Uh, in the in the uh, L.A. area and going along the I can't remember the highway along the coast, but uh, whatever that number oh, was. Pacific Coast Highway. Yes, I've driven yeah. that many times on a convertible. It's remarkable. Oh, that's great. You, oh, that's uh, good for you. That's great. Okay, uh, up no, around Malibu and stuff. Right. Yes. Okay, number three on your list was. I again uh, lumped to get, uh, together a bunch of stuff: the computer, the internet, email, Google, YouTube, Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, uh, I, I'm lumping together all these technical inventions because I don't want them to take up that much of my list, and I have <laughs> to admit that I have trouble using a lot of them. And, you know, and, and they're, they're all, they're, some of them have become, used to be so simple, and now they're more complex. They have so many options. As I was telling one of my, my sons, I said, can't they just make this very simple? You know, have like a simple version for people like me. I agree completely. I mean, going back to the hybrid car again, my my wife's car is very difficult. I, I don't. I, I'm. I want to go back to where you can roll up the windows by hand. You know, the car. Yes. But it's the same thing with computers and the internet. It is very. I mean, I can email and I can Google, and that's about it for me. And I'm on Facebook. Okay, number number two on your list is the cell phone. And uh, it's, you know, it, it is a great invention. I mean, it's, it's great with, 
you're driving around and you, if your car breaks down uh, because my car is 12 years old, but but uh, you you can you can you can call someone on it. So I I, I do know how to operate it, uh, the basics of it. So I don't know how to do the apps and all that, but I uh, it's it's a great invention. And of course, everybody changes them out so often; it's amazing. I mean, that's why the cell phone people and our uh, probably love us that we try to get the latest, greatest new gadget phone, or at well, least I, our kids tell us to get the new gadget phone. Right? I just got a smartphone, which is you know, just good. I mean, you know, I can I can go on the internet with it, which is I'm surprised I can do it, but I can do it. So. Or I just talk to your daughters, just like I talk to my sons. They they all help. They all help me, and uh, it's. Though I agree, that's one of the top inventions of the lifetime. It's affected everybody of all ages, from seniors to uh, right. to, uh, to, to of course young people. And your number and your number one list, which I thought was definitely appropriate to be the number one item of the best invention of your lifetime and many other people's lifetime is wheels on luggage yes it is a great invention because i remember carrying my luggage and this invention has put a lot of chiropractors out of business <laughs> it's one of those terrific uh, inventions that, that you say i could have done that why didn't i think of that it's so simple the best part is i know how to work it and uh... it, it, it makes traveling which i don't like to do that much. My wife loves to travel. My wife was in the Peace Corps, and she just she's a big traveler. But it makes it easier, uh, wheeling along the luggage. So yeah. it, it's it's great. It, and just you know, I don't think a lot of people appreciate that. And and just I was telling my uh, um, uh, my sons recently. In the old days, we didn't have that. We had to lug those babies or carry them or, or rent a luggage rack at the airport. Exactly, exactly. Or I, I hated them. They only had them on two wheels instead of four wheels. They started yeah. up with two. I'm sure yeah. they were trying to save a dollar, right? Right, right, right. And I couldn't understand why they did that. I, I should have thought about making the invention, as you said, the four-wheel ones. And they, right. they didn't come out to years. Yeah, and, that, and I love that. You, you, your handle pops up, so you drag it along easily. It's, it's just great. It's, so it's great. I agree that that should that should be number one. It's helped me, and that's right. It's put a lot of chiropractors out of business to pull yeah. their back. And and yeah. uh, um, I would say probably ninety percent of the people at the airports now have have uh, luggage on wheels, and uh, hopefully those wheels are strong enough because sometimes those airline people when they toss our baggages they break the wheels, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and we hope they're, they're they they handle the wheels with care. Yeah. So, so when they get off the luggage rack, they will still run and be able to wheel them through the uh, the airport delivery. So yeah. what? So let's let's talk real quickly. What do you think of some of the worst inventions? Well, for me, some of the worst inventions are hair in a can. What? Which hair in a can? Do you ever remember that you spray it on your head to to to, to get rid of that bald spot? I think they still have it around. Well, I, I tried it. It wasn't good. Uh oh. <laughs> I also the hard plastic around electronics. I can't get this get it off. Yeah, I can't open up an electronics uh, bag. Oh, I'm, I know uh, what you're talking about. The, the heavy plastic that they encase things in so you don't steal it, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And I just I, I mean I got to get scissors. I got to do whatever to open it up. Very, uh, very. 
Well, you need to send now, that. You need to contact the Sony people and all the other people that make, those, right make those products and tell them yes. you've got a great idea for them. Yes. Now the other is this is it's slightly embarrassing, but it's the automatic flush in the uh, in the uh, theater bathrooms. It's like uh, my uncle Harold says that they don't trust us to flush ourselves. <laughs> And, and it has its mind of its own, doesn't it? It does. Well, you know, my Uncle Harold says sometimes he gets up and it flushes. And then, <laughs> then, it, and then his wife says, well, why are you getting up? Well, so, And then I, I also have trouble in the theaters. They have the sinks that you put your hands under and the water goes on automatically. Yeah. And it never works for me. So I'm like an idiot putting my hands underneath the, uh, the faucet uh, to get the water to go. Yeah, th those are those are real challenging, and I and I think they have again a mind of their own. There may be a monitor up there that says we've used enough water in this bathroom, so we will not turn on the following sinks. Is that right? I think that's exactly right. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, but you can get an app for your iPhone that will tell you when to go to bathroom breaks on a various movies. Did get you? out of here. Yes. It will tell you exactly what time you should get up and go so you won't miss this important scene oh in, in the goodness. movie. And it really works because Gary's used it before, uh, especially for those long three-hour flicks that I can't hold for three hours. I have to get up, you know. So it, it does tell you uh, when, when to expect it. <laughs> what they think of technology, there's always an app for something. We'll be, right, we'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler. The Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Sunny Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my radio show today is Cy Rosen, a syndicated columnist of many senior publications throughout the United States and also a television script writer. Thank you, Cy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. My pleasure. Well, we're, we've been talking about his 10, 15 best inventions. We're also talking about some of the worst inventions ever. And uh, we, I definitely agree with all the worst inventions, the hair in the can, the plastic around various electronic devices that you can't open up to get the electronic device, the automatic flush uh, in the bathrooms, and the automatic uh, water dispenser, right? That's right. Any other any other cool ones that um, that you don't Those like? Are the ones that uh, that really stick out as the worst for me. Yeah. Okay. What about what about some other inventions that you found that were might were obsolete but should come back? Oh, for me, uh, records. True. There is a there is some more records coming back. I know, and I'm sure you have in California, but we have like a new vinyl record shop here. That's all it sells is old vinyls. Oh, that's wonderful. But it's old vinyl. Are they putting out new vinyls, or are they just? Uh, it's, I think it's old. I don't think they're putting out anything new. Yeah, yeah. But that's. I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't have a great ear, but people do say that they can tell the difference. But it was just something about putting the record on the machine. 
it, that that was great. That was great. Well, I'm I'm I told one individual, where are you going to find the the uh, the phonograph that plays the things because they're very you can't find those anywhere. That's exactly. I right. have I have one and I still have my stylus. You didn't give it to Goodwill, Gary? No, my wife wanted right. to keep that. It's hidden. <laughs> it is, it is hidden, Cy. Okay. And it's boxed up. I know exactly. I looked at it a few days ago, and I said, it's still there. Whether it works or not, don't know that, but uh, it's still there. And plus, I have my, I don't know if you remember this, a Marantz receiver. No. It was one of the first digitally without tube uh, receivers, uh, and it was it weighed a ton. It literally weighs, I mean, like 50 pounds. Uh, and I still have that. I didn't give that away. I don't know what's, and it still works. I did fire it up, so you never know about those things. Okay, let's let's go back. What if, I want all of our inventors to be who are listening. You know, you you hear George Foreman say, if you got an invention, call one hundred invention. So Sai's going to give us some inventions that you would think that what should be somebody should invent. Oh well, oh well, for me, I would like to have a mirror that I could look at. And now, wait a second. A, a mirror? I, oh, wait, wait, I'm not done. <laughs> a mirror, a mirror. Yeah. And I flip a switch on it. Yeah. And it shows me 15 pounds lighter. So it it is, it, instead of it being a negative reinforcement, like don't eat this on the refrigerator, you know, a picture of me being fat, it would show me how I would look thinner. It's kind oh. of like a, a funhouse mirror. I'm just thinking about that. At the state fairs, we used to have, uh, I don't know if they still do, uh, the mirror that would make you look differently, right? Look different. Make you look taller or worse. Right. But this would just somehow make you look thinner. I don't know how to do it, but I think it's a great invention. I'm sure that's... It would would encourage people to lose weight, which which I definitely need. I think that, I mean, it's a great idea. I think it could be done because with us digitally enhanced... Right. Cameras and all that kind of mess. They can project the screen back to you, and you'll be a different person. Right. Great well, idea. If anybody wants to do it, do it, and I would buy it. You'd buy it. Okay. And then the other invention that I can think of, you know, they used to talk about that an invention that was going to come up was the robot maid, which I've never seen, of course. But uh, that was something that they always talked about for years. What I would like is a robot that w- I know that's gonna, that would travel for me because... I hate to travel. My wife loves to travel. And let let a robot go with her, which would be great. <laughs> I'm not going to say what you could hire, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to be a robot, Gary. I'm sorry. Well, but, you know, that robot's going to take a seat. There should be in a carrying case that it can pop up, you know. That's true. You're going to have to spend big bucks on this this robot guy to That's sit right. next to your wife, right? That's right. That's right. And, you know, you can have him have him in a box and just push the button and he inflates. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Inflatable robot person. But right. I do think they are working on that. They're, they're working on a caregiver robot in Japan. Uh, you know what? I think I saw something about that. And yes. supposedly, of course, I'm thinking right now. I think it's about ten grand, but it's supposed to be very powerful enough to be able to pick up the loved one and and will do various chores and other things around the house. So you know, it's That's wonderful. So I'm sure there are many other inventions like that to um, entice our inventors out there. And now, 
technology. That they, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gary. No, technology's totally at awe. I mean, I'm at awe what's happening in the past 10 years. I have medical experts on my show here telling me about about the latest in gene therapy and the latest about doing using this type of laser beam and that beams. And, you know, they didn't have that 20 years ago. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I wish, I, I hate to say this, I, I'm, a, I, I, I'm hoping they perfect cryogenics. Because so, I wouldn't mind being frozen and coming back. Well, they're 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 still they're, they are I've got doing an overcoat it. and I'm ready. You're ready. Yeah. And you'll be frozen, and then many 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 moons. Your great 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 grandchildren will, will thaw you out and see how you're doing. Right. Yes. You'll be there. Well, my the, wife will be 105, but I will still love her. Oh, how touching! Yes. How yes. touching! Well, she's listening. Yes. Well, Cy, thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. It's a fantastic show. I look forward to having you back to talk about how how you have influenced TV sitcoms and TV shows and being a script writer and story writer with them. So I'm look, looking forward to having you on a future show that we can we can talk about that topic because it's fascinating uh, that what you have done and, and how you've inspired all of us who have listened and watched those particular shows. So thank you again for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you very much. I had a good time. Have a great day. Okay. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by A Bears, Tunning Country Rebs Report, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Join us next Saturday here on the Best of Times Radio Hour for more information that could benefit you or your loved ones. I'm Gary Coligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Best of Times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the Best of Times. This is News Radio 710 Keel, K E E L, Shreveport Bossier.